0: I've met someone with what I'm going to call a diseased mouth. There is nothing physically wrong with him, but he lies. Nothing he says is truth, and if any of it is truth, then I'd be surprised. This person. I used to consider him a friend. I trusted him, once. Then I found out the lies. I uncovered the mass of decay that it resembles the speech patterns and voice usage of this person. The problem is that he's done so much to piss me off. It worked all too well. I have only experienced rage like this once before, caused by a relationship-related problem. It ended with an elbow to the side, which supposedly fractured a rib. But later he said I broke his rib. I am showing a great amount of self-restraint, but if the lies continue, if the hurting of all those around me that I call my friends continues, there will be hell to pay. I don't look like much, but it's a bad idea to get on my bad side. I'll stab you in the heart quicker than you can mutter the ingenious words, I'm sorry. Especially when I feel attached. There was not much binding me to this world for quite a long time.
1: Anthony really thinks that explaining to me about the proper way to deal with his father means that I will automatically be able to follow this formula that happens to work. I can't just change how I react to people that try to treat me like I know nothing. I dealt with the same shit from my own father for many years, and it was part of my self-esteem problems. In fact, George and my father aren't
0: incredibly different.
1: This all caused Anthony and I to fight me fighting with George, that is, which was pissy, but whatever. I'm not going to bow down to some asswipe that is going to talk to me like I'm a retard just because he might know what he's talking about. Putting my father's schizophrenia to the side, I believe that he and my father-in-law are pretty much the same person. It didn't start that way. It started with my father-in-law being all nice and asking me for help with his computer, and just being excited with me being there, Perhaps that's because of how I acted then, I do not know. Now that the excitement is over, things have changed for the worse.
0: This is just the tip of the iceberg, though. There's so much more to bitch about, so beware, long ran involved.
1: I just paid off my student loan, so I started looking around out of curiosity at houses. I saw one that was 5,100 square feet with 8 bedrooms and 4 bathrooms. It was only $125,000. I called the realtor involved and asked him about that property. He said it needed flooring and the walls needed refinished. I thought hell for such a steal I wouldn't care if I had to do all that. He estimated the cost of the repairs would have been 80k 100k, but I knew if we had a crew of people working on stuff, we could do it for 40k or less. Real hardwood floors from the Home Depot would have only cost 16,000. I doubt the walls needing refinished would have taken more than 24K. But as it turns out, people don't like to sell to first time home buyers any houses that need work done, because they are afraid that I'll be like most average people, give up on the immense job of redoing rooms, and default on my loan.
0: I would like to point out that my credit is so good the bank involved doesn't even want to let me go. They want my money.
1: So, anyway. I didn't realize that you didn't have to sign a realtor contract until there was a house in the picture to begin with. So when I was presented with one at the time I met up with this realtor, whom I was impressed with only because he was very honest about the condition of the house, I signed it. However, since then, I found out that I can get out of the contract legally with a notification letter from a lawyer and proof of delivery of said letter, but let's move on to why I might want to do such a thing. Oh noes. As Devon would say. I was to meet this realtor on the following Sunday to look for houses. He called and cancelled due to church festivities he was unaware of happening that day. That was fine. I didn't realize he had cancelled until we had already driven over there, because I am not glued to my phone. I tried calling his cell phone back a few times, but it was turned off. On Wednesday in the later afternoon, he informed me that he had been sick, probably with the illness I had just gotten over from a week before then, and wanted to know when we could go looking. I said Friday at 10 is a good time to start. He called me later on to let me know that the showing wouldn't start until about 11, but I had gotten that message while we were driving there, again. That was fine. We could sit around and have coffee or something. He called me again later, before 11, and found out we were already there, so hustled over to the office. He doesn't live far away. He then drove with us to look at 7 or 8 houses. As the showings took more time, I had a migraine developing. The echoes in the empty houses were getting to me, triggering the migraine. In fact, I think the migraine has to do with the fact that I pinched a nerve in my neck due to a car accident years ago and when I get tense, it probably squeezes the nerve and some of the blood flow decreases due to my neck being foobar, creating a migraine. By the time we got to the last house, I was in some serious pain. I didn't even want to look at the house, either, since it had an atmosphere that made me feel like something was watching me. On top of this, the house slanted at a noticeable angle, and that bothered me. The one we liked best was under contract without my realtor knowing it. It's a shame, too, because I think it was better off structurally than the one we went to see a second time. We looked at this house with George, who had done house inspections alongside structural engineers and the sort for at least 30 years. Upon closer examination, the house has a lot of problems. I asked George to rate the house on a scale of 1 to 10. He said average, and when I tried to figure out what he meant by that, I asked, is it like a 5? is it good enough to be five to six? And he said about that. What I didn't know at the time is that he actually rated it a three to four. I wish he told me, because then we wouldn't be where we are right now on this. So I signed an offer for the house. The realtor that represents those selling the house counter-offered and tacked on three grand, an earnest money fee of $1,500, which is ridiculous, and such. I wasn't going to do that, and still not. I agreed to counter-offer at $1,000 in earnest money, left the extra money alone, and then required them to complete an architectural analysis in order for me to even consider this house. They were supposed to respond by 5pm today, and I have not heard anything on the subject yet, but that's okay. I have a feeling this is going to go one of two ways. The first scenario is that they decline the counteroffer and then I decline to keep interest in the house. This is the better decision on their part, knowing what I know. The second scenario is that they go ahead and do the analysis, and get a crummy report, and then a decline and go elsewhere. However, if they get the analysis done, it will have to be shown to every single prospective buyer. I also know the people selling don't have any money. They could not afford closing costs, 3000 and that is why it was put onto the house price. Fine, whatever, but if there is structural damage in the report, they will have to fix that damage before they can sell it to someone like myself, a first-time home buyer.
0: Then on top of all that mess,
1: there's Kathy. I love her, really. She's my best friend. She finally broke up with the loser she was with a few months ago. He cheated on her, tried to manipulate the hell out of her and keep her self-esteem low and such, and decided it was the last try. I am trying to support her decision well by helping her keep busy so she doesn't have to associate with the low life at all, etc. The problem is, they had been friends since 7th grade, and she doesn't want to just throw the friendship away. I understand this well, but I also understand that she needs enough time away from this guy to fully realize how he was always giving her the short end of the stick and such. She needs enough time around positive influences to fully see the negative. However, He has been conning her into visiting him and talking on the phone with him under the pretense that she is his only friend and such. The reason she is the only person that really talks to him is that he has lied to everyone, and he has lied a lot. On top of that, he has tried to set my own husband against me for the sake of roleplay. Since I am the instigator slash source of Ant's self-esteem, he won't be getting far at all. I don't play manipulation games unless I am the cat. Perhaps it would do him good to understand that. I'm sure it'll be a hard lesson to learn. After him telling all those lies around and nobody liking him much anymore, he sat down with me because he has learned we're getting a house, and may or may not know that we've invited Kathy to be our roommate. I don't really care, I'm not letting him see where I sleep under any circumstances. He offered to help with some construction work because he learned from his uncles quite a bit about that. To which, Kathy responds, I met his uncles, do not let him near anything, I smiled and thanked him, thinking to myself, yeah, you bastard, you just want to know where I will be living. Too bad, I already know all about you. I have the suspicion that he likes to talk to people one-on-one so he can learn about them personally and attempt to use it for personal gain-slash-manipulation. I'm sorry, honey, I used to manipulate people and sometimes still do, for the fun of it. Most people don't realize what is going on when it's me. But since he tells lies and everyone he tells them to would tell us about the lies, and we would tell them about the lies told us, we have a pretty good idea about the depth of his attempted deceit.
0: When I wage battle, I win. And I'm getting tired of all this BS. I'm going to win and it'll be game over. So, uh, hopefully you read the above because you actually wanted to, not because I'm twisting your arm.